But I feel like I've I've Honestly, had to like look in the mirror to like look at what how I'm you know what I'm looking like you know. Honestly, sometimes I'm like, do I even know what I look like? Right, <laughs> like it's because you know, like you know how like vloggers are always like watching videos of themselves. Like I never see a video of myself, so I'm like, yeah. what do I actually look like when I'm like just talking to people? Welcome to Not Another Teen Drama, a podcast where we analyze the evolution of teen shows from the 90s until today. We're your hosts, Amy and Gina, and we're on a quest to watch the pilot episode of every teen drama. Today, we made it to the year 2017, and we will be discussing the pilot episode of Atypical. Atypical premiered on August 11th, 2017 on Netflix and ran for four seasons. It follows Sam, an 18-year-old, on the autism spectrum as he sets out to find a girlfriend. Another Netflix show. We have, like, yeah. quite a few. We've done recently. a few in a row, I feel. So, mm-hmm. good for Netflix, I guess. Yeah. They were coming out with, like, so many shows at this time. You know, they're just, like... That's true. I feel like, like, the teen movies were coming out and the teen shows. Because mm-hmm. 2017... I don't know. I guess, like, Twelve the Boys and, like, Kissing Booth were, like, around. Yeah. Or they were coming soon at this mm-hmm. point. So, they knew they had a demographic to hit and... They did. Yes. And they're popular, so it worked. True. Yeah. And atypical about four seasons, so it's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it just ended recently, right? I think the last season came out last year. Does that make sense? Okay. 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah. I think last year. So yeah. I think yeah, I'm pretty sure it was good. the last season. Have you seen the show before? I watched the first three seasons. I haven't watched the last season, but I think I might. I stopped watching it because I saw some stuff online about how, like, people in the autistic community, like, didn't like the show. And so Mm. I felt like, oh, like, if the community thinks it's bad representation like I don't want to like contribute to that so I stopped watching it but I actually did a lot of research I say (laughs) I guess a lot is a loose term I did read (laughs) some articles like people reviewing the show and I learned a little bit more about what they think so I think I'm not sure I feel like I might finish it off um at some point but okay what about you Amy have you watched the show no I've never seen the show before I remember when it came out, though. Like, I remember seeing the trailers for it and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about autism. I know there's, like, quite a few shows now that have, yeah. like, autistic characters in them. So, that's cool. Yeah, but I did see, like, some controversy about this show. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people didn't like the first season and then... They made some changes, and then people kind of liked it better. Yeah, I saw that the biggest issues people had, I mean, specifically members of the autistic community, um, were that, what is his name? Kier Gilchrist, who plays Sam, who's our main character, is an autistic. Mm. And that has been, like, a theme. Like, Freddie Highmore in The Good Doctor also is an autistic. Like, I feel like these kind of, like, early shows with autistic main characters didn't prioritize like casting autistic actors yeah i've also seen oh i forget oh i'm trying to think of the name of the movie there's a movie with dakota fanning who plays an autistic young woman that i watched and she dakota fanning isn't autistic either um Mm. so 
Stand by. I think it's called stand by. Uh, so I feel like that is getting better. I actually just yesterday, actually, I just watched um, a new Apple TV movie called Cha Cha Real Smooth, which has a autistic teenager like Dakota. I'm gonna say Dakota Fanning again. Dakota Johnson's daughter in the show or in the movie um, is autistic, and it's she's played by an autistic actress. Um, oh, okay. So that is an improvement upon like these other shows. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's the main criticism. Yeah, I I don't get it. Like <laughs> when people cast these shows, I'm like, if if there's someone like in a minority role or like you know whatever like just cast someone in the same the same minority like right. why is it so hard to do that I, agreed and i think like it's i mean i feel like we've come we've come a long way i mean i feel like uh, i mean like there, there's still a lot way a lot more to improve upon but you know like i think you know people i mean we used to ca- like scarlett johansson has been cast as an asian woman like right that that happened in the not too distant past. <laughs> yeah. And so those are much more like, I guess, like apparent differences. Like it's very obvious that Scarlett Johansson is not Asian. So that is like obviously something that should not be done. I think cast, I, I would assume casting directors think they could get away with like casting a straight person as gay or casting a non-autistic person as autistic and stuff like that because it's less... Mm-hmm obvious i guess um that doesn't make it like more correct it's still just as bad i think um yeah right because it's like you're taking away representation from the community that the show should be representing right and like people are like oh it's acting and stuff but until there's enough roles like you're just taking the role away from someone who like could benefit from it you know yeah so, yeah, I also saw that, like, some criticism of the show was that, like, Sam is not really shown as, like, a dimensional character, and, like, a lot of his personality is just autism. Yeah. Like, autistic traits. So, yeah, that's not too great. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I saw that some people liked it better in the second season, so yeah, maybe they get a little bit, a yeah. little bit more dimensional. I read a couple reviews from, auti- like, autistic writers and autistic actors that, like, reviewed the first season. So I didn't actually, like, dig in too much further than the first season. Um, but, yeah, like, what you said, how Sam doesn't have many dimensions. And they kind of, one of the, um, I should say who, the articles I read. So I read an article from Teen Vogue by Mickey Rowe, who's an autistic actor, um, and then I also read an article in HuffPost by Haley Moss, who is an autistic advocate. And I actually listened to her podcast that she um, oh. talks about, like, she talks with different, like, people on the autism spectrum and just, like, about their lives and things. So I read those two articles and they gave their perspectives. And similar to what you said about Sam, they said, like, oh, Sam was just kind of like a checklist of, like, autistic traits mm. rather than, like, a person. Um, yeah. And often... Similar to, like, Freddie Highmore and, like, The Good Doctor, often autistic people are portrayed in a very, like, robotic manner. Um, And that, you know, some people maybe do speak like that, but that's already a stereotype for autistic people. So 
it would be more helpful and more representative to show other aspects of autism rather than just the one idea that everyone kind of already has in right. their mind. Yeah. Um, and then I also like read that the creator of the show, I forget her name, like for the first season, like she said she interviewed a bunch of like family members of autistic people to get an idea of what it's like, like living with an autistic person. But uh-huh. she didn't really interview actual autistic people and so a lot of the criticism was like why like yes like it can be helpful to have like a perspective from like a parent for like the actors that are like portraying sam's parents in the show but you also need to get perspective from the actual autistic person so like to to understand what's going around going on in their head and like how they Mm -hmm. act um and none of the writers on season one were autistic either and that changed in season two and three so that is part of i think the reason why i got better reception from the autistic community because they actually like included writers that can <laughs> yeah, relate <laughs> so it seems like yeah not a great choice <laughs> like how can you write about something you don't understand right i don't know yeah so i think that and then the other thing i read from those two articles was like they felt that in like instead of making the show like comedic it was more like making fun of sam as the autistic character like the audience was supposed to laugh Mm. at him rather than like with him um in certain scenes Mm -hmm. which is not great they felt like the disability was like being made a punchline which is not great when you're trying to show representation for autism so um, yeah. I mean, I I, think... I imagine that wasn't the intention of the writers, but that just shows that without someone in the room, your intention doesn't really matter because if the outcome, if the effect of it is like negative, then you didn't do it well enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we'll definitely see that in this episode. Um, like a lot of the like comedic timing is just sam doing things yeah you know and it's like oh is that really that funny i don't know right yeah yeah but we'll see <laughs> yeah that's and that's it um and i also like preface that like neither of us are like identify as neurodivergent so mm-hmm. this is from like a neurotypical perspective of us watching the show but we, you know, we tried to do research to kind of give, like, the perspective of what other, like, autistic voices have said about the show. Um, but yeah. we can get into the character breakdown, um, go through our uh, cast of non-autistic actors. Um, we have Sam Gardner, who is our main character. He's 18. He's a senior in high school. He is on the autism spectrum. And he is played by Keir Gilchrist, a non-autistic actor, as we said before. Uh, and he really likes penguins. Mm-hmm. And that's... Antarctica. That's, yeah, that's one of the main traits they give him, is like that he likes penguins. Um, yes. And then we have Casey Gardner, Sam's sister, uh, Sam's younger sister, um, who I think she's a sophomore in season one. Um, and she's played by Bridget Lundy Payne. Um, and she's like a jock. She's on the track team. 
and she's very protective of Sam, even though she's the younger sister. Um, yeah. But I really like her character. Yeah, for a, oh, a little while, I wasn't sure. if I thought they were, like, twins or something. Oh. Like, I thought they were the same age until, like, they, like, say they're not. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Never uh, mind. So we have Elsa Gardner, played by Jennifer Jason Lee, who is their mother. And she is... I don't know. Would you? I feel like she's like a bit neurotic. Like I don't know if that's how you would describe her. Yeah, um, she's she's very like on a schedule, and she doesn't like it when things go out of out of like her plan. So, you know, she can't really deal with changes that well. Yeah. Um, and then we have Doug Gardner, played by Michael Rapaport, who is their dad, and he like. The, like he's the cool parent he's like much more laid back um and he's bonded yeah. a lot with casey while elsa has bonded more with sam um mm-hmm. and like doug really struggles to relate to sam and he struggles to uh get rid of the expectations he had when he like when his son was born yeah um, and he it seems- feels a little bit late because he's 18 it's like sir you probably should have gotten over this by now but okay yeah yeah um yeah he seems very much like the stereotypical father he likes football and like sports and stuff and he's like kind of confused that sam doesn't like those things yeah and he kind of struggles with that yeah um and then we have uh, Julia Sasaki, played by Amy Akuto. Akuda? Amy Akuda. Um, and she is Sam's therapist. Um, and she's just, she's very nice. Yeah, I, um, I recognize her because she used to be in this, like, this YouTube channel called Wong Fu. It's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, they're, they're, like, Asian-American, like, filmmakers. And then she would be in some of the, like, YouTube videos. So I was like, oh, I recognize you. Oh, I used to watch yeah. those in college. Like, early yeah. college. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then we have Nick, played by Raul Castillo. So, yeah, Nick's the bartender. Basically, Elsa talks to him when she goes out for drinks in this episode. But, like, he does become, mm-hmm. like, a reoccurring character. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think I actually mentioned him in the, like, plot summary, but... I mean, I, I don't mention by name, I guess. Um, but anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Evan, who played Graham Rogers, who is Casey's love interest for this episode. Um, mm-hmm. He's nice. Um, he's very sweet. Um, I actually know him from Quantico, that show with Priyanka Chopra. Oh, yeah. And that show was on at the same time as this. And oh, he plays he a busy. full man. Like, he's, like, in, like, FBI training at Quantico. Like, so he's, oh. like, at, like well into his mid-20s at least. How old is he supposed to be in this show? I think like a senior? I think he's supposed to be, like, 18, maybe? I don't actually know, though, because Casey's a sophomore, so that's kind of, like, concerning. But he's in high school. Okay. It's just, like, they kind of mention it in this episode, but he basically gets, like, he got kicked out of his old school, and now he goes to, like, the technical high school. 
Oh. Okay. So that's why he doesn't go to school, like, with, like, Casey and Beth. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he, like, plays a full, again, I, I didn't look up his, um, his age. <laughs> you know like, teen dramas. Yeah, they love like, having, like, full-grown adults play teenagers. <laughs> yeah, I was like, these people are, like, too old. Uh, he, oh, he's current. He's currently 31. Yeah, so he's, like, a full man, which... I like him as, like, I like the character of Evan, but it is kind of distracting. Mm. Knowing that yeah. he's, like, I don't know, it's weird to concurrently play. I feel like if you're playing, you, like, if you are playing teenagers as an adult, you can't at this concurrently play, um, you can't concurrently play, like, adults, you know? Like. Yeah, you can't be a teenager and, uh, in the FBI, so. Exactly. It's going to confuse your fans. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And then finally, we have Zahid, played by Nick Dodani, who is Sam's coworker at Tektropolis, um, a not made up uh, tech store. <laughs> Tektropolis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's like, I think he's a little older. Like, I think he's like, like graduated high school so he's like a little bit older than sam okay like sam's 18 so i think like he's like 1920 maybe um Mm -hmm. but he they're just like kind of friends at work um yeah which is nice that's nice yeah it's nice that sam has some friends (laughs) that they've shown so yeah should we get into the plot let's do it all right sam talks to his therapist about getting a girlfriend He says he will never have one, but Julia insists that he can date if he wants to. He takes the bus home, but does not like his back touching the seat. During dinner, Sam tells his family that his therapist wants him to find someone to have sex with, but Elsa does not think he's ready. Yeah, so we open. Like, Sam kind of has, like, a voiceover situation in, like, some of the episode, Um, but I think it's always him talking to his therapist okay like he's talking to her but we see other things happening in the show while he talks Mm -hmm. um this one was about penguins right he was saying like oh penguins mate for life yeah just like humans but then actually humans like get divorced (laughs) so like yeah penguins are better or something are better yeah (laughs) yeah and it is like a thing um for, like, people on the autism spectrum, like, have, like, um, special interests is, like, what they're called. I mean, not everyone, like, never, not every autistic person has, like, a special interest, like, to the point of Sam liking uh, penguins <laughs> and Antarctica mm-hmm. and stuff. But I think it is pretty common um, for them to have, like, they, like, fixate on, like, one thing that's, like, their special interest. Um so his is penguins and Antarctica, which I feel like is not a bad thing to be interested in. It sounds interesting, but yeah, other people don't think as much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And he wants to get a girlfriend, which like, this is still very much a teen drama, like yeah. teen drama situations come up and, you know, he wants a girlfriend, which... You know, every teen drama, 
you need to like start dating people. I guess, right. When you're a teenager. Yeah, it has to be the conflict has to be romantically related because yes. what else are they gonna do? But yeah, because he starts listing things he'll never be able to do. And in that list, one of them is like have a girlfriend. And Julia, his therapist, is like, "Why not? Like, mm-hmm. you could date." And he's like, "She's like lots of people." I mean, there's a whole show about it now. Like, uh, what is the oh, yeah. uh, uh, dating on the spectrum? Is that, yeah, I think so. I haven't watched that. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it. I heard people like it. And it's like interesting how he um, like interprets what other people say. Because, like, when he's talking to his family, he's like, oh, my therapist says I should find someone to have sex with. <laughs> Which is not what she said. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, you can date someone. But he does say, like, oh, like, she didn't say that. I added that. But it's yeah, like, a, yeah, yeah. it's like you know, he is able to interpret that as, like, if I get a girlfriend, I'll probably have sex. So that's what she wants yeah. me to do. <laughs> Which, I'd be like, um, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, to be fair, if I was, like, Elsa, I might be like, why is your therapist telling you to have sex? That's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I feel like it's a very healthy thing for a therapist to, like, help. A lot of people go to therapy for help with dating. That's not, like, yeah. an abnormal thing. Like, mm-hmm. ev- like even, like, neurotypical people, like, do that. So it's yeah. very reasonable for a therapist to help someone in the steps to dating. Um. So Elsa, Elsa does re- have an over-the-top reaction to a lot of things. Um, yeah. But she's just being protective. It's not, like, she's yes. not crazy. Um, and then, like, oh, and the therapist also says, like, I want your brain. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, that's a weird way to phrase it. She was like, oh, well, like, will you da- donate your brain to science after you die? <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> but I was like, why does she say it, like, oh, I... Like, give me your brain. Yeah, like, she said, like, do you want to donate your brain? And he's like, excuse me? She's like, after you're dead. And he's like, oh, okay. But, like, yeah. I thought she meant, like, oh. Because you know how they do, like, I'm sure, like, they do, like, live studies where, like, you'll if you have a certain, like, I don't know, neurological, mm. like, things, like, you can go in and, like, like psychologist would like study you or something i thought she was talking about yeah. that like you would like, go to like a place oh. they would like give you like tests or something but she like literally oh. meant like can i take like actually like the physical brain <laughs> yeah the physical brain which elsa does not like which i'm kind of like who like i don't understand i mean i don't know i think i don't know i would do people have strong feelings against like donating your like body or brain to science like i feel like that's a non-controversial thing to do I don't know. I think people don't like the thought of, like, your organs outside of your body in general. So Fair enough. Like, they're like, oh, I don't want to think about it, maybe. Yeah. But, like, after you're dead, you're dead, so. Right, but he does make <laughs> like, the you're point not feel if, it. like, your his brain is not going to help science, it is going to be eaten by maggots, so, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I'm an organ donor, like, on my driver's license yeah, me too. and stuff. But. I don't know. I want to get cremated, so oh. my brain is not going to get eaten. <laughs> I I don't know. I like the idea of, like, if I'm not using my organs, maybe someone else can, you know? Like, even if, like, I can't donate them, like, you can use, like, be having them used for medical research, like, once I'm beyond, you know? That's, like, a nice thought. That, oh, okay. You know, like, you're, yeah. like, you're still helping people from Donating beyond the grave. your body. <laughs> But Elsa also does not want him to donate his brain. She's like, no. no. Yeah. Which, I guess, yeah, Elsa's very 
conservative, I guess, about things. And she doesn't. Yeah, I think she's just, like, very protective of Sam. And so, like, the, the thought of, like, decide, like, he's like, well, it's going to be, ha-. like, I think the thought of him, oh, God. I think the thought of him dying is, like, what she doesn't want to think about. Oh. And so she's like, don't, no, we're, you're not doing your brain to science, even though her, like, Doug, the dad, is like, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, that's a good, cool idea. Like, he's much more chill about everything. Mm, yeah. Um, and... Casey just thinks it's hilarious that he brought up sex at the dinner table. (laughs) (laughs) But to be fair, like, neither me nor my brother would bring that up in the middle of family dinner, so. (laughs) Yeah. But their family is kind of cute. Like, they're obviously used to it and stuff, and they they don't, like, take anything too seriously. Yeah. Like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, they're not, like, mad at him for bringing it up. They're just kind of like, what? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Sam wears his headphones at school because the noise can overwhelm him. He thinks all girls are pretty in their own way, but they don't notice him. At his after-school job at Tektropolis, Sam asks Sahid about dating, and he says he should try it. At home, Casey helps Sam set up a dating profile, but she doesn't like his answer, so she writes her own. Doug thinks dating will be good for Sam, but Elsa is scared. Yes, so Sam has dating on the mind, but, like, I... At this point, we don't really see him with any friends. Does he have friends at school? Um, not yet. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think. I was like, oh, this is kind of sad. He's just like, he's like walking through the hallway and like no one looks at him or pays him any attention. Yeah, there is like a support group he goes to like at the school, like after sometimes. Mm. I don't think they didn't show it in this episode, but I think he makes friends there. Um, and he, he, there are, like, there are eventually, like, reoccurring characters that are his friends. Like, we just don't see them in this episode. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I think another common thing, like, with, um, like, like, autistic people where, like, have, like, um, like, over, like, you can get overstimulated easily with, like, mm-hmm. loud noises and things like that. So wearing, like, noise-canceling headphones can, like, help you concentrate and like not get overwhelmed um so i think that's uh, a pretty common thing but i think that it within the in the the criticism of the show that was just like another checklist like oh autistic people wear headphones let's put sam in headphones you know type of thing rather than oh going more mm-hmm. in depth i guess but we do see him walk around school with the headphones on yeah it's, yeah I guess it's, it's like, hard to maybe, like, show things that are accurate, but also not stereotypes. Yeah. Um. Which I think, like, it just comes back to if there were, like, autistic writers or autistic actor portraying Sam, then it might have felt less like a checklist. Because, like, I did with the movie um, Cha-Cha Real Smooth, I did read um, some, like, interviews on that movie. And the girl that plays, like, the the teenage... um, autistic teenager uh Mm -hmm. she's like they said that they like based some of the character traits around her like own personality because she'd be able to portray like a more authentic like like a more authentic portrayal like off of that so you know if um like if they had an autistic actor and that autistic actor did like wear headphones in like loud spaces then maybe you know like stuff like that where it's like 
not everyone has that. Like, not everyone wears headphones to school. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't know. It's just, like, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to know, like, how what would be a stereotype and what wouldn't be unless you have the people there to right. advocate. So. Mm -hmm. um, but this is one of his, um, like, accom accommodations, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word. But it helps him at school. Yeah. And we do see his one one of his friends, um, Zahid, who is kind of like a Casanova type guy or yeah. something. He likes to go on a lot of dates. <laughs> yeah, he talks about hooking up with a veterinarian, which I'm kind of like, a veterinarian would be like mid twenties. Like, what what's going? What are the ages going on here? Like, <laughs> unless they're like a vet maybe, student. Maybe, maybe she's yeah, maybe she's a student yeah. or like a vet tech or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. A receptionist at a veterinary clinic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but it is, like, it is very sweet because I think the way, like, Zahid treats Sam is very, like... Because I feel like people can be... One, people can be mean. And people can be, like, very condescending or, like, inf... inf what do you say that? Infan infantilizing? Infantilizing? Yeah. Um like, to people with disabilities. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like the way Zahid and Sam interact is very, like, like, he treats him as an equal, as a peer, which he is, so. Yeah, and he's very encouraging. He's like, yeah, Sam, go on a date. Yeah. <laughs> like, do it. <laughs> yeah, and that is kind of a nice, like, switch from, like, his mom being like, no, you can't do this, to, like, his friends and other people being like, yeah, like, why not? Like, what's yeah. stopping you? Go on a date. <laughs> yeah, try it out. Then he, um, Sam makes a dating profile. <laughs> yeah. He, he's just, like, talking about penguins and his pet turtle. Edison. <laughs> Edison, yeah. And Casey is like, no girl is going to like that. I'm going to write down sports. You like sports now? Like, mm. <laughs> Which I think there's there there could be a happy medium between like his actual interests and maybe going a little less strong on them. You know, you yeah. come off a little bit more mild in like the dating profile, and then you know, I don't yeah, know. I but mean, I, I I kind of think like when people talk about what they're passionate about, it is interesting. Like even if I personally don't care that much about penguins, if someone just like was really excited about it, I might be like, oh wow, like. I don't know. Yeah, he has some, like, interesting facts that he talks about in the episode, so, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. And a lot of people like animals and stuff, so <laughs> I feel like he would connect with other people. Elsa goes to see Julia and tells her not to encourage Sam to date. Julia says it is normal for Sam to date, but Elsa says he is not ready. Sam re researches online how to date and observes the people around him. At Techtropolis, a red, a redhead customer smiles at Sam, but he scares her away. At school, Casey punches a girl in the face for writing Orca on Beth's locker. Yeah, so Elsa goes to Julia's office and is like, you gotta stop telling Sam these things. And it's like, okay, Elsa, didn't know you had a psychology degree. I mean, I know she's just trying yeah. to be protective of Sam, uh, but... I don't know. Like, I feel like don't tell people how to do their jobs. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, not really listening to other people. 
Yeah. You know, like, everyone's like, oh, like, you know, it would be good for Sam to, like, branch out and try new things. And she's just like, no. Like, you know, (laughs) she doesn't want to hear it at all. Like, and she's talking to, like, an expert. And she she just doesn't like it. So. Yeah. Not the best. She thinks she knows what's best for Sam. Which, as a parent, a lot of times parents will think they know the best for their kids. But parents also make mistakes. So, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's hard. Uh, Yeah. But another thing, I don't even know. I... I can't remember if this is a spoiler or if I just made this up in my head, but I do know like a very high, like autistic autism is like genetic. And so a high, like a lot of times when a child is diagnosed with autism, the parent is also diagnosed with autism. They just had been undiagnosed for like a long Uh time. Um, So I don't know if this is a storyline, but I am curious if like Elsa is supposed to be an autistic character, you know, just like an undiagnosed autistic character. Um, I have no idea if I made that up or if that actually happens in later seasons. Um, but I don't know. I feel like that is like a thought I had while watching this. Just cause I've also been, I've listened to a lot of podcasts about like people that have experienced like being, uh, like diagnosed with autism as an adult after their child is diagnosed. So that, that just mm-hmm. made me think of that. Like, um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think when I was watching like a review, um, I think it's, like, a popular theory that she's also autistic, oh, okay. but I don't know if they ever, like, actually say that in the show. Interesting. I mean, again, like, Jennifer, Jason Lee isn't, as far as I know, not an autistic actress, which obviously they didn't plan that at all in the show, but I think that would mm-hmm. be, like, an interesting storyline because that does happen in real life um, for her to get that diagnosis mm-hmm. as an adult, but I don't know. Maybe it happened in season four. I haven't watched it, so... Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and Sam is, like, doing some research on how to, like, pick up girls. But, like, the research he's doing is, like, it's, like, like, negging kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, negging, yeah. It, yep. it was, like, yeah, tell, tell a girl she has bug eyes, then she'll, like, fall in love with you. And <laughs> like, the website he's of- on says, like, ins- or he writes down notes, and his notes say, like, insults equals chicks on dicks. <laughs> <laughs> like what does that he, what like no which like no oh poor gosh. sam like it's like at least we didn't see him like reading the game you know like that would have been like, yeah <laughs> yeah like he goes to the library and he's like this book it will teach me how to date and then it's like the game it's like no uh yeah but i mean he... that's not his fault like th- this shit is like we're gonna have to make this episode explicit we're we have some swears coming up later um but like <laughs> uh like, like this stuff happened. Like TikTok is all full of these alpha male dating coach type things. Like it's That's still true. so prevalent um, in society and stuff. So it's like obviously not Sam's fault that that's the advice when he googles like how to get a girlfriend. Like that's what comes up. Yeah. Like and he's just like naive to dating, so he doesn't know that that's not like we were all taught. Yeah. Oh, if a boy pulls your hair, that means he likes you. Mm-hmm. that's assault okay <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. i know like people like fall for this like all the time you know it's like like people listen to this advice and then do it and i'm like that no no it's not gonna work uh. and then his like other um way to like get girls is like 
looking at his like high school classmates and oh, <laughs> they're all obviously like also not very good. They're just like throwing like cheesy pickup lines out there. Yeah, the, I think the pickup mm-hmm. line was, "Damn, girl, is there a phone in your back pocket? Because you're, what'd you say? Because your ass is calling to me. I don't know what he what he says specifically. Something yeah, like I that. think so. It's like, yeah. it's like, does that no. work on people? It's like cat calling. <laughs> yeah, it is basically. Oh gosh, yeah. And, like it's not working because like the girl just like walks away. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, and yeah, and then like he asks Casey for help as well, and she says like, you know, don't talk about penguins. And he's like, well, what if she likes penguins? And she's like, just assume she doesn't like penguins, okay? Just like, no. Aww. <laughs> so sad. Which. Oh, and then and then at at work, there's like a redhead customer. I don't. Did we get her name? I just called her redhead the whole time. Yeah, I think that's all That's all they call her. Okay. They're like, oh, look at that redhead. Yeah, so, like, the redhead, like, smiles at Sam. He's like, oh, she's smiling at you. Like, smile back. And so then, like, Sam, like, has this very, like, wide grin that he, like, shoots her way. And it's just very... It's like, like, eyes, like, huge, like, yeah. <laughs> mouth and a... Julia More like a grimace, it, honestly. Yeah, Julia calls it creepy... <laughs> Um, which it is a little bit, it is a little bit scary. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely not his natural smile. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A very forced smile that looks kind of (laughs) strange. Yeah. But I think this is like part of the, like the, the scene, the scene is like us laughing at him rather than with him because obviously like he doesn't understand or, like, not that he doesn't understand. Like, he doesn't, like, flirting doesn't come naturally to him. So, like, he's doing his best. And he's doing what he thinks would attract her. And yet, the, like, the way the scene is played is, like, oh, haha, how ridiculous of him to have this big, wide grin on his face. That Of course that's not going to attract a woman, you know? Yeah. It, it's interesting because, like, this scene has been done before. Like, in other teen dramas and other movies and stuff right, but right. like usually like the character is not neurodivergent right they're just like awkward yeah you know so it like kind of does add another layer you know when when you're like looking at the scene right you know so yeah yeah and i don't know i feel like in these like scenes i you know just kind of like felt for him more than like I mean I I feel like the scene was played for laughs but I wasn't like I was like oh no he just like wants he wants a girlfriend so bad and like the girl across but I mean I mean we see later it doesn't actually deter her so like Mm -hmm. she does come back (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah and then at school people are bullying a girl named Beth and they wrote Orca on her locker um, in case it comes in and, like, punches the girls who are laughing. Which, like, runs away. yeah, which I, g- good for Casey. Yeah. But <laughs> not that I ever think violence is the answer, but <laughs> honestly, someone's got to put, I don't know, I forget what the bully's name is, but, like, got to put her in her place. But I just, mm-hmm. like, one, it's, like, 
very fat phobic obviously like why why are we fat shaming people mm-hmm. even in 2017 um but like is this realistic did people like like i feel like this type of bullying is like just like only in movies like i mean i don't know maybe it does happen in real life i've just never seen it but it just feels so like over the top yeah it it was very (laughs) it was very like movie moment like yeah like everyone's crowded around the locker everyone's laughing and she's like standing to the side like crying it's like i don't know yeah i've never really seen like bullying like that outright Right. You know, usually people are a little bit more covert about it. Yeah. <laughs> but but it was just kind of like, and they also didn't give any, I mean, I guess that's not the point. Like, the point is to have Casey come in and, like, you know, stand up against the bully and all that. But, like, it's unclear. Like, it seems like Beth is a fairly, like, uncool person at school. And, mm-hmm. like, this other girl that what wrote on the locker was, like, a popular girl. So it's kind of like... I guess we see it in, like, a bunch of, like, TV shows and movies. Like, the mean girls always, like, pick on the, like, not cool girls. But, like, for what? Like, what? I, I, I guess it's just to being mean to be mean. I don't know. Yeah. Usually it's, like, I don't know. Insecurity? I don't know. But. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just, like, very, very overt. And then Casey just comes in and punches the girl. Yeah. So. No hesitation either. Just straight yeah, up like, she was just socks like... her in the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um, Elsa grounds Casey for punching a pretty girl. And Casey says she is a twat. Sam gets... Uh, Sam gets the word twat stuck in his head. Casey goes for a run, and Beth and her brother Evan bring her chocolate cake to thank her for punching the bully. Sam runs outside and yells twat, and Evan asks what is wrong with him. Casey says nothing is wrong with him and tells Evan to go away. Yeah, this is this was another scene that I was like, oh. Like, it's, it's just, like, played for laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, sometimes I get a word stuck in my head and I'll, like, say it over and over and over again in his head. Yeah. And then it, like, comes out eventually. Which I, I also guess. read in the, like, Huff, I think in the HuffPost piece, maybe. I read mm-hmm. somewhere that, like, that whoever the author was like like i mean the author was autistic but they like it didn't ring true to them that that's like a thing um but i mean i don't know maybe it is for some autistic people i'm not sure to have like an obsessive thought like that um but whatever article i read was like oh i don't really i didn't really understand that from like like that person didn't really understand it from like autistic perspective that like plot point um Mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess yeah. it was just like also it was a like played for laughs and also to get like Casey to defend him basically, I guess. Mhm. Yeah, and it's like they're not like really working too hard on these like comedic moments. Right. You know, it's like, oh, he said something inappropriate at an inappropriate time. It's like yeah. <laughs> like it happens. Yeah. You know, it's like not really that funny, but yeah. Um, I mean, it, I think it makes sense. Like, if that's the thing, if you're going with, okay, Sam is going to say an inappropriate word at an inopportune time, sure. Like, maybe that happens. 
And then that kind of like, of course, if someone like ran out in front of you and yelled twat in your face, you probably be like, whoa, like what's going on here? Um, Because like, obviously, like Evan doesn't know like Sam at all, whether he's autistic or not or whatever. So he's Mm -hmm. kind of like, whoa, but like, and then obviously like. I mean, I guess it's kind of trying to show, like, have empathy. You don't really know why people do things, I guess. But, like, it is just, like, a, I don't know, an odd way to portray it, I feel. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I think it is, like, um, a moment for Casey. So she, yeah. like, because you can tell that Casey kind of likes Evan. Yeah. Like, when they're just talking there. And then as soon as he says that, she's like, goodbye. Like, right. don't say that to my brother. You know, she defends um, Sam. So I think we're just supposed to see that, like, oh, Casey's always sticking up for Sam and defending yeah. him. Yeah. And yeah. And Casey's grounded for like Elsa says, why did you punch that pretty girl? And Casey's like, why does it matter that she's pretty? Like, she's a bully. <laughs> like, who? Like, like, why are you so fixated? And I think this is like a thing like Elsa is friends with the bully girl's mom or something like that. Like, it is, like, more of, like, political thing of, like, why'd you punch her? Like, now, like, our families can't mm. be friends type of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I don't know why Elsa's defending the bully. Like, that's kind of messed up, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, Evan, well, because, like, Beth comes to bring the cake and Evan drives her and Evan doesn't go to their school, so. Casey's like, who is this? Um, but yeah, he immediately makes a bad impression by like yelling at Sam. <laughs> yeah. And poor Beth, she's just, she's just like there. Yeah, she just cake. wants to bring the cake. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'll just leave this cake outside. You guys can come get it. You know, after they like slam the door. You know. Yeah. And then I think like Sam says something like. Like, Casey always defend... Like, I think they do have a nice balance of, like, Casey treating Sam just like a normal... Like, a, like, a, like as all siblings do. Like, she mm-hmm. doesn't, like... Like, she defends him to other people, you know, and, like, protects him against, like, bullies or other people, like, at school or whatever. But when they're at home, she doesn't... She's not, like, overly protective of him. She just treats him like her sibling. And right. will, like, punch him and, like, make fun of him and stuff like that because, like, they're siblings. Right. I mean, that that's pretty accurate, I would say. I think with, so, like, too. Siblings, yeah. it's, like, I'm the only one who can bully my sister. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, which is cute. I think, I think, you know, this show is interesting because it really is just, like, a teen family show, you know, but, like they decided to center it around, like, an autistic person. Yeah. You know, so they don't really, like, change the um, situations that much. Right. For the show, you know? Yeah, it's still about dating and sibling dynamics and bullies and punching people. (laughs) Yeah. You know, very Ryan Atwood. We've been here before. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair criticism. Should we be encouraging punching in teen dramas? Probably not. Great. But also she like gets grounded and then she says like, can I go for a run? And then her mom is like, oh, Doug, what do you say? And Doug's like, yeah, that's fine. 
But it's like, I feel like, one, I feel that running is a punishment. So, like, why would you stop her from running? <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense uh-huh. to me. Like, when you're grounded, I mean, I guess, like, she doesn't want her to leave the house. But I feel like when you're grounded, exercising is probably like, the one of the only things you can do, you know? like as a grounded person so i was like that's an odd thing to would not want her to do yeah yeah i guess she's just not supposed to leave the house so yeah going on a jog like i don't know she could be doing something else maybe she was running pretty fast so i mean she's a track star true yeah maybe she was only gone for like 10 minutes (laughs) i mean honestly probably she was still lap and came back yeah Sam tells Julia he, is sca- he scared away a girl at work and shows her his smile. Julia shows him how to tone down his smile and make eye contact better. Elsa and Doug go on a date and argue about Sam. Doug wants Sam to grow up and be independent, but Elsa does not think it's possible. Evan comes by to get Beth's cake pan and thanks Casey again. Evan asks her out, but she says she does not date. Yeah, so he, in therapy, Sam talks about how she scared away a girl at work. And Julia's like, well, just show me what you did. Let's see what's going on. And he gives her his big, wide grin. And she (laughs) Uh kind of helps him, like, tone it down. But it kind of felt like, again, like, this is played for laughs. And then, like, like, he, like, tones down the smile. And she goes, like, how about no teeth? And then he, like, basically, like gives like a little smirk and she's like that's much better but it's like he just had to get rid of his whole smile now she said it's fine like yeah i mean yeah i mean you don't you don't want to be like looking at people like scary yeah i mean (laughs) but like i think i think it's like oh do a natural smile when i guess he doesn't really know how to smile or like maybe he doesn't really know like what he looks like when he's just, like, naturally smiling. So, like, yeah. he thinks, like, when he does, like, the big grin, that's, like, how he naturally smiles. Right. At when the, it's not. At the end of the episode, like, he does say, like, he, like, practiced in the mirror and stuff. So, like, he does get it, like, eventually. Like, he kind of is able to, like... Because it, it, it does actually... I mean, it does take practice to know what your face looks like without looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Like... That's true. Maybe it comes natural to some people, like more natural to some people than it does to others. But I feel like I've I've Honestly, had to like look in the mirror to like look at what how I'm you know what I'm looking like, you know. Honestly, sometimes I'm like, do I even know what I look like? Right, <laughs> like it's because you know, like you know how like vloggers are always like watching videos of themselves. Like I never see a video of myself, so I'm like, yeah. what do I actually look like when I'm like just talking to people? Anyways, Elsa and Doug go on a date. Yes. <laughs> Parents night out. But then they just end up arguing because Doug thinks it's great that Sam wants to grow up and, like, be independent. And he is 18. So, like, mm-hmm. these are all things that, you know, normally happen when you're 18. You graduate high school. Um, and Elsa is, like, no. Like, Elsa's, like, skate. I, th- I don't know. Did this? I think we we didn't talk about the scene, but this happened earlier where, like, she says, like, uh, she gets scared every time the phone rings because she's afraid that he had a, a meltdown in a store or, like, he something happened on the bus on his way home or, like, something, like, bad happened to him. Mm-hmm. And so her way of, like, protecting him is to stop him from ever doing anything. Yeah. 
and Doug is more like he's an adult like we should let him you know of course like everyone has to go at their own pace so he you know will you know he doesn't need to like (laughs) move across the country tomorrow to go to college but he can you know take baby steps into like independent adulthood yeah and yeah Doug is like isn't that what we want for our children for them to like grow up and be independent and capable and stuff and she's she's just like oh I don't think he's ready yet but it's like he has to take like some steps or else he'll never be ready right exactly and it's like I've never met parents that did not want to be empty nesters eventually you know like I feel like that's what parents look forward to they're like I raised you for 18 years now go do something with your life and I'll get to stay at home and be without you (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, like, parents don't want their kids to ever, like, go through hardships, right? Yeah. And then it's just, like, heightens if you have, like, a neurodivergent child or anything, yeah. you know, like, that needs, like, extra care. Yeah. So she's just having a hard time yeah. like, letting Which, go. I think both reactions are uh, understandable. Like, I feel like both... Elsa and Doug have like pretty reasonable reactions to Sam growing up but mm-hmm. there I mean it's kind of hinted in this episode it gets more explicit like later in the series but like Elsa's always been the one that like I think she does say this like Elsa's always been the one that like cared for Sam like she you know you, like helped any helped with anything that like he needed extra help with and made sure mm-hmm. that there was, like, a support group for him. And, you know, he was able to, like, practice his facial expressions and things like that. That she says that in this mm-hmm. episode. And then, like, Doug, she was, I think Elsa says, Doug, I didn't even know you liked him. <laughs> Which is, like, kind of yeah. harsh. Um, but, That's mean. <laughs> yeah. But, like, we can tell, like, Elsa's been the more hands-on parent with Sam. Right. And that's, like, very mm-hmm. obvious. Um. So I think she has, like, a stronger hold on him because she's probably also been the one that's been there when he does have, like, the meltdowns. And when something does go wrong, she's the parent, the go-to parent mm-hmm. for that situation. And right. so it, from Elsa's perspective, it's, like, easy for Doug to say, yeah, let him go off. But it's, like, if he hasn't been there for the lowest moments, like, it's he doesn't have as great of a perspective as she does. Um, that's to say, I still think, you know, he's 18. You got to let him fly a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, you can't protect him from getting his heart broken. You know, like you can't protect anyone from getting their heart broken. You know, it's just like something that might happen. Yeah. I mean, if you never love, you never get your heart broken. That's my, uh, my philosophy to live (laughs) That's yeah, it's sad. like you won't lose if you just don't try. <laughs> Exa- again, <laughs> again. Oh, yeah. I mean, you never miss if you don't take a shot. That's what I say. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what is that? Like Wayne Gretzky, whatever. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. But yeah, but you never miss if you never if you never take a shot. So that's true. It's like what what are you more scared of? You know? Yeah, that's a really bad way to never live winning life, or so never losing. Hmm. Some food for thought, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the 
that's our that's our life motto here in Unknown Teen Drama. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, how sad. Um, but yeah, Evan comes back. We can't get rid of this guy. Yeah. He's... <laughs> He says some, like, interesting things. He's like, she's like, oh, no, like, I don't want to date you. And then he was like, I'll change your mind. And I was like, mm. Well, this is Evan. like, I mean, he didn't, he's not taken out of the negging playbook, at least. But he is That's true. taking in the stalker playbook, question mark. Um, he's like, I'll just come back later. It's like, I feel like, have you seen those, like, memes where it's, like, you ask, like, your grandpa how, like, you, like, grandpa and grandma got together, and then grandma's like, well, like, he just wouldn't let me, leave me alone, and so I eventually gave in. And that's, like, the way your grandma is So, like, I feel like that is what Evan is trying to do, Um, which isn't great, but. There's, there's a fine line. Yeah. You know, like, there's, there's also a Wong Fu video about this and it's like like this two guys can do the exact same things and then one will be creepy and one will be romantic depending if you like the guy or not correct you know (laughs) it's like it's like you gotta read the room a little bit and i feel like evan Mm -hmm. can tell that casey is at least not perturbed am i using that word right like is that the right definition like he's she's not like offended by his presence Uh um so like like she, yeah. So yeah, I think he's he's reading it well enough, I guess. Uh, but he comes mm-hmm. to get Beth's cake pan, and Casey goes. Casey's like, "I could have just brought it to school tomorrow. Like that's weird. Why are you here? <laughs> like, but it's obvious. Like he, it's like that. What's that like thing where it's like, oh, I'm gonna leave something in his car, so he like has to see me again. Like it's very much that oh, yeah, vibe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a cake pan. Uh, yes. Yeah, she said she doesn't date because she's focused on getting a track scholarship. Sam gets a match on the dating site and she wants to go to coffee. Sam wears his headphones on the date and tries to flirt using his research. It does not go well. At work, he tells Zahid he has given up on dating, but the redhead comes back and Zahid tells him to ask her out. He talks to her about printers and then asks her out and she agrees. Yeah, so this is an interesting first date. Um, like she wants to go to coffee and he was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go to like a coffee shop. Like, I just want to take her to Techtropolis because that's where I'm comfortable at. (laughs) And Casey's like, what? (laughs) Like, you're going to take her to work? Yeah. (laughs) I like, I mean, I do understand where he's coming from because I also do not like new places. Like if I'm going on a date and the other person offers like where to go, uh-huh. And then they're like, oh, and it's a place I've never been to. I have to, you know, look up the menu ahead of time, make sure I know where the parking is. You know, mm. I have to, like, get the vibe before I go or else, yeah. like, it is very anxiety-inducing for me. Um, so it's not quite the same thing, but I understand, like, like if I'm ever uh, – like, if I ever choose, like, the date location, I will always choose something I've been to a hundred times. Because it's, like, oh, my territory, okay. you know? Uh-huh. Um, like, shouts out Coffee Society and Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go there a lot. Uh, I and see. so I'd always pick that for, like, a first date because I, like, un- like, I understood the menu. I knew there was, like, lots of seating and lots of parking and, like, you know, you, like, know the vibe. Um, but I also, like, what obviously, like, you know, 
taking your date to work probably isn't advisable. <laughs> uh. Yeah. But he goes on the date to the coffee shop, but he wears his headphones and like the date doesn't really get it. Yeah. She's like, why are you wearing headphones? Um, and then he uses his poor research on yeah. dating pickup lines and stuff and I, yeah. it does not go where go well. So. I feel like he panics and like just says, you know, regurgitates what he learned in his research, which obviously doesn't mm-hmm. go well because negging is like a terrible way to flirt. Um obviously Sam doesn't know that, so like he's doing yeah. his best. Uh but yeah the date doesn't get it. But I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it it is hard. Because I do think, like, if I went on a date and the other person was wearing, like, headphones during the date, it would be a little bit, like, I I would like want to know why, I guess, you know? Mm -hmm. But I also feel like people don't just, like, wear headphones for fun. Like, there's, like, a reason, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you would, like, I guess maybe he doesn't, like, explain it very well. So she doesn't really understand. Um, or she's not willing to understand his explanation. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it's, like, always good to give people a bit of grace. Yeah. Um, in situations like this. But... It also, like, he's also, like, not very nice about it either. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, you know, he could also work on it as well. Yeah. I, I then, do think an, a, another part of the criticism that I read was, like, Sam is, like, just very mean and selfish. And mm-hmm. that's, like, not necessarily, like, 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 autistic doesn't mean mean and selfish, you know? Like, that's right. not, right. like, uh-huh. sometimes things might come off that way, but that's not normally, like the intention which I don't think that's like Sam's intention but I also am like I feel like the solution here would have been for like like she offers coffee and he like Casey could have helped him offer another location that wasn't Tektropolis you know like oh hey like because I feel like if you're honest and say like oh like a coffee shop might be a little bit overstimulating for me can we try doing I don't know, a like park a park or something or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like something that might be a little bit more low key. Um, yeah. but I feel like Sam's putting the pressure on himself to like be quote normal and like normal people go to a coffee shop on a date. I have to do this when it's like, you don't, but obviously he's learning. So like, that's like, yeah. A learning I mean, experience for him. first dates are weird anyways Correct. <laughs> you know, and awkward. So, you know, as, as first dates go, it's not the worst. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not all, I mean, like, yeah, not all first dates are, like, first dates are awkward in general. Even if they go well, they're awkward. They can be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I guess, yeah, no second date for this girl. (laughs) It's not going to work out. But he sees the redhead again, and, you know, she seemed into him, and he kind of thought she was cute, so he's, like. Making a second go of it. It's, like, it's unclear how old this... Or she's in college, we learned, because she goes to a dorm. So, like, sh- that she's not, like... 
like Sam's 18 but like it is weird like he's in high school like he should not be dating a college girl but he's 18 so it is technically he's 18 but But, yeah it's like I don't know (laughs) it's hard to tell you know yeah like how old someone is from just looking at them it works out because he asks out the redhead and she says yes so good for him yeah he's actually like kind of flirting um, during their conversation. because yeah, they're talking about printers. Yeah. So which, I guess if it's something he's comfortable with, yeah. he, he can make some good conversation. Which I did find it funny. He was like, she, he was like, laser, <laughs> laser jet or ink, right? Is that the options? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I don't know. I didn't do any research. And he's like, well, gr- good thing I know a lot about printers. And then he says... Oh, this one's the best one. All the rest should die or something like that. Or uh, the rest should, like, get set on fire. And he's, like, he's very dramatic. Uh-huh. And yeah. she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I would find that funny. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, oh, that's funny. Like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's helpful, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know? She's like, I guess I'll get this one. Uh, so kind of cute. Yeah. It's kind of working. Yeah. Elsa goes to a dance class that Doug got for her and then goes out to drinks afterwards and flirts with a bartender. Sam brings his date to have dinner in the Tectropolis parking lot. She thinks he's honest and hilarious. Evan waits for Casey at her house and he says he likes her because she stands up to assholes. Yeah, so Elsa used to dance in college. Captain of the dance team, Cash. And they won yeah. nationals three out of four years. Cash. That's pretty good. So, yeah. For college? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I can't dance, so good for her. Uh, but yeah, Doug got her a dance class. I was like, oh, this might be fun. Like, whatever. And she goes and she has a good time. And then the instructor a- asks her to, like, join them for drinks. And then she ends up, like, talking to the bartender, which... Like I said, the bartender, Nick, becomes a recurring character. Yeah, this part was a bit sus. Yeah, you may be able to guess where things escalate to, but we can get that into spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, and she's, like, she's, like, flirting with him, like, definitely. Yeah. I think, I think this kind of flirting was, like, crossing the line a bit. I agree. Like, you know, like, they're, like, he's, like, oh, I'm, like the drinks on me and like they're like just talking one-on-one for a while and like you know definitely flirting a lot um and like she even like gets a little bit i don't know flustered i guess and leaves yeah Yeah. she's like oh like i shouldn't be doing this goodbye right um which yeah because i think like she is like lacking something with doug so like that's what kind of motivates her to flirt with the bartender Mm -hmm. but like you know there is, like, I, I feel like there is, like, I don't know. There's, like, harmless there flirting. There is, like, harmless flirting. But this was not um, harmless. I but, don't yeah, think. This, yeah, this part, yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> Sam and the redhead have dinner in the parking lot, like, with, like, takeout pizza. I think so, yeah. <laughs> in, like, the dark. It felt very, and, like, also, like, yeah, if I was her and, like, I was going to a dark parking lot for a date, I'd be, like, absolutely not. Like, this is, like, yeah, no. serial killer vibes. Like, not from mm-hmm. Sam specifically, just, like, the environment of, like, going on a date in a dark parking lot. It's just bad vibes. Um, yes. But, 
Yeah, I mean, besides, like, if this, like, if this, like, picnic bench situation was not, like, in the Tektropolis parking lot, that's not a terrible date, you know? Like, if they did get, yeah. if he wanted to get takeout and go to, like, a park bench, maybe when it was, like, light out, that's not, like, terrible, you know? Yeah, it's not the worst date. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, it's just funny because it's, like, in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah, not very romantic or anything. Right. Um. It gave me Costco. Like, let's go on a date to Costco. Oh, I would go on a date to Costco. Which, I again, Costco. isn't the worst idea, <laughs> but, like, in the dark parking lot is Yeah, this, bad. yeah. Yeah, not like this, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's, um, he's killing it. She thinks he's funny. Like, she likes him. Yeah, she's like, oh, my nose is too big. And he goes, yeah, but your face, like, makes up for it. And it's like... Oh, no. Like, uh, I mean, like, that's not... Like, if you're going for, like... Like, if, like, he was talking to Casey, would be like, oh, you know, you shouldn't say that to a girl. Obviously, she finds yeah. it, like, refreshing. Yeah. Um, like, the da- like, the dating co- coaches that he saw on the internet would be like, good job with that one you know right. but like he doesn't mean it in like a in a mean way or it's more anything like a matter of fact way it's like yeah yeah have a big nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which you know i mean i guess societally you normally don't say that but i also i'm kind of like i mean i don't think her nose was big but no like i don't know, maybe but she she says like her nose is big like herself and then he yeah. like agrees yes like when he, usually to be polite, you'd be like, oh, no, you don't have a big nose. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. It's like you'd lie like he's just, like, face. being honest. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I don't think her... I honestly don't think her nose is big anyways. No. <laughs> yes. And then we have a third date. Date, quote-unquote, yeah. going on. <laughs> uh, a, uh, I was going to say a sabotage. That's not what happened. But, like, a... What's the word? An ambush. That's what I'm thinking of. It's an ambush. Oh, yes. I know. Evan... Good thing she likes you, because this would be creepy otherwise. And I mean, this one is, it's not, this is like the third time he's seen her, right? The first time was just coincidence or whatever, happenstance. And then the second time, like, he likes her, and she said no. And then this is like the third time. So if she, like, said no again, I'd be like, okay, cut it off. Yeah. I feel like this, this third one is definitely pushing it. Like, yeah, because at least with the second one, he kind of had a reason to be there. He was like, oh, I'll pick up the cake platter. So, like, I have like yes. a reason to come to this house. And this mm-hmm. time it's more of like his only motivation is like to get her to say yes to a date. And also, like, where are her parents? Like, they're just like, oh, random man can sit outside our house. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I guess they're working I... or like Elsa's at the dance class and Doug is working. I, I guess know. so. Uh, yeah. Also, Doug's an EMT. We don't really discuss that here. But yeah, he could be like. Okay, so he yeah. probably works, like, odd hours. Yeah, maybe. yeah, that's that's fair, that's fair. Um, but also, I do, I don't know, it is, I mean, I do understand, like, why Evan likes her. Like, like she stood up for his sister, you know, that's, like, an admirable quality to, like, stand up to bullies. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's not enough to, like, actually like someone, you know? Like, that's, like, one thing you about them. But I guess he's, like, intrigued enough to ask for a date. To get to yeah. know her better. I mean, she's cute. Like, I don't know. He has a bit of a crush, I guess. Yeah. Just from seeing her around. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, 
But they end up talking for a while, so... Uh, I mean, I guess maybe it's good. Like... Yeah. You know? Casey kind of likes him. So, it's working. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Sam goes with his date to her dorm and is uncomfortable with touching. He pushes her off of him and she calls him the R-word. Sam comes home upset and Evan and Casey talk to him about it. Sam and Doug go to the aquarium and Doug tells him he is proud of him for going on a date and one day he will meet the right girl. Yes. So this part was kind of weird. Um, Sam, Sam tells her that he's a virgin and then she's like, oh, you're a virgin? Like, do you want to not be a virgin anyway? And, like, they go back to her dorm. And I'm like, mm. kind of suspicious. <laughs> yeah, it feels weird just because, like, like, I don't know. It feels, I don't know, like, I don't know if predatory is the right word, but, like, it feels odd, like, as soon as someone tells you they've never had sex, for you to immediately be like, do you want to? Let's do it now. Like, I don't know. It feels a little bit weird. Um, and also, like, it, yes, he's 18, but, like, she doesn't, like, ask his age, you know? Like, teenagers work at Best Buy, I'm sure, or Techtropolis. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not to yeah. slander Best Buy in any way. Um, but, like, he could have easily been 17. Like, does she ever ask him his age? Like, does she assume yeah. he's in college, maybe? I don't know. And, it, like, he's clearly uncomfortable with the situation. <laughs> so, like, like, don't, like, try to, like, coerce him into it yeah. or something. Well, you know? I, I feel like maybe, like, at, at Tectropolis, she asked him, do you want to have sex? And he was he said yes. And so they go to the dorm room. But, like, as soon as they're in the dorm, like, it's very obvious he's uncomfortable. And so, like, she... I know they don't do, like, they don't, like, do anything. They're just, like, touching. But I think in any type of, like, circumstance where you are touching somebody else in any context, you need consent. And it wasn't, I mean, like, Sam wasn't saying no, but, like, he was obviously uncomfortable. And so she should have been more receptive to that, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Um, then, of course, he's uncomfortable, so he, like, pushes her, and, like, she falls off the bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets very upset, and then calls him the R-word, and tells him to get out of there. Which, I feel like this scene felt the most unrealistic to me, because I kind of feel like if I was, like, if I was her in the situation, and, like... I was doing, like, something with a guy and he pushed me away, I would be like, oh, my gosh, are you, like, is everything okay? Like, you would want, because, like, people don't just, like, push, like, I don't know. I felt, like, weird for her to immediately jump to calling him a slur. Yeah. Like, that was, like, a very, like, one, people, I mean, I don't know. I guess people still say, you know, people still say slurs, but, like, we all knew in 2017 not to say that. So, like, why... I, and I, I th obviously it was to make a point. I kind of feel like in like, you know, in um, switched at birth, like we kind of had like everyone throwing out like, like things you would never say to a deaf person just to be like, look, here's what you should not do. Like, I feel like this was a <laughs> right. scene like that where it's like, oh, 
like and i'm sure like people i'm people still use that word unfortunately um with you know autistic people and people of, of, of other disabilities but i don't know it just felt like so weird when you're in that type of situation and someone reacted in an uncomfortable way like i i I feel like my first reaction would be like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, why did you push me? But also, like, are you okay? Yeah. I mean, this, yeah, this was definitely a scene for the show. Um, and I mean, like, some people use the R word just, like, like, just as a word. Right. You know, like, like, casually, like people used yeah. to use, like, gay as, like, right. a slur word right. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, like... <laughs> This one, like, I don't know if she was, like, saying it because he's neurodivergent or just because she was, like, just trying to be mean. Right, just using it as an insult, yeah. Yeah. It just but, felt like, a, um, like, if that was the case, that feels like such a weak, because, like, again, the way he acted didn't feel like, I don't know, it just, like, feels so weird to me. Like, it just feels like that's not a natural, like, uh like insult to pull out i don't know it is very odd to me but it is like because the show trying to make a point like that's a bad word to say you shouldn't use that you know like, like that's don't the, do that that's the <laughs> like message they're trying to send which like fair i guess but also i feel like there could have been like a more natural scene for it to come up in but whatever it just felt yeah, so weird know. like and so weird to put sam in that situation you know like to have mm -hmm. this as like a storyline at all to like have him go to the dorm and like attempting to have sex for the first time feels very weird for the pilot. I don't know. Yeah, it's like he just he just started trying to date someone, <laughs> like or go on dates, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, jumping in. Um. Yeah, and then poor Sam, he's very upset, and then Evan and Casey try to comfort him. You like. And Evan tells a story about how he had his first time on a ping pong table and then his balls got caught in the in the net. In the net? <laughs> like, what? Where are you in this situation? I guess someone's, like, basement or something? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, they're, yeah, they're trying to say, like, don't worry, like, having sex is awkward for, like, everybody. Like, it's not just yeah. you. Like, it'll it'll be better next time. It also, like, okay, I think it's, like, fair for Evan to share, like, his first time. Like, he op uh, he offered up that story. Makes sense. Makes uh, Sam feel a little bit better because, you know, Sam's like, I'm so weird. Like, I couldn't do anything. And then Evan's like, everyone's weird. Like, don't worry about it. Like, like honestly, like, your first time having sex, getting your balls stuck in a ping pong net feels like worst case scenario. Like, that's pretty bad. See what happened? I don't know. Because he's a uh. table collapse, and I guess he was in the middle somehow. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like he was near the net, I guess. I don't know. Um, but then he asked, like Casey, like, "What about your first time?" Which one is a very weird question to ask in front of her brother, and also when you barely know her, and also uh -huh. she's like fifteen. Like that's very weird to ask when you're fifteen, because like is the expectation yeah. everyone has had sex before they're fifteen? Because that feels very unrealistic to me. Uh-huh. And she was like, um, I don't want to talk about my sex life in front of my brother. Not Fair. that there is anything. <laughs> right. So, I'm like, like, yeah, don't yeah, don't weird. ask her that. What the heck? Yeah, that was, like, very odd. And, like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess Evan's also a dum dum. So. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oops, <laughs> shouldn't have said that." Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then we have like a cute scene with Sam and his dad, and they go to the aquarium together because I guess the dad is trying to like bond with him. Yeah. Better, because like yeah. the mom told him like I don't think you even like him. Yeah, so mean, <laughs> so sad. Um. But. But Doug says that, like, oh, like, he does have experience dating girls, so this right. is something they can, like, bond over. Yeah. Um, which is cute. But he then, also says, like, earlier in the episode that, like, he and Elsa met around Sam's age. So how much dating experience does he have? <laughs> maybe he dated a lot of people in middle school. I don't know. Yeah, fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he might have had a couple girlfriends in high school before he met Elsa. I don't know. But I just think that's funny that, like, he met his wife at 18. So, like, he wasn't, like, dating through his <laughs> 20s or something. But uh, yeah. it is nice. Yeah. But he's like, don't worry. Like, you'll meet the right girl one day because you're, you're, like, a nice guy and anyone would be lucky to have you. Yeah. Which I thought was cute. I was like, oh, good for you. Good dad-son bonding moment. Yeah. Which, Yeah. Which is true, you know? Yeah. You just to find the right person. If someone's mm-hmm. going to call you the R word, that's not the right person for you, you know? Probably not, no. <laughs> or, like, honestly, if that person said the R word to anybody, that's not the person for you. Cause that's yeah, person, like, I general. wouldn't date someone who said the R word. Yeah, geez. Like, in general. No. Oh, my gosh. And also, that was, like, very jarring. Because, like, I haven't heard... Pe- people don't say that colloquially anymore. At least people I know don't. So I was like, Yeah, Whoa, people are, are we- pretty, like, good about not saying it, I think. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't really heard anyone say it in a long time. What did you think? Are you going to watch? It's not... It's definitely, like, not at the top of my list. <laughs> like, I have so many shows that I want to yeah. watch. Um... You know, like, coming from, like, just an outside perspective, I thought it was okay, you know? Yeah. Like, I was like, okay. Like, it's kind of cute. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely not, like, my favorite show, but I didn't think it was, like, super bad or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I watched the first three, three seasons. Like, I did enjoy watching it. And now reading mm-hmm. more about how, like, they did include more autistic writers in the writing room, like, for the later seasons. I think I'll go back and finish season four um, just to, like, you know, tie a bow on it. Um, yes, because you have to I do really like um, the show. Huh? Because you like to complete shows. I like to complete shows. <laughs> it was, like, very hard for me to, like, not watch season four because I was, like, I need to complete it. Um, I mean, we don't know what the end of season four has, but we could do... I guess a little bit of like who's end game kind of. There's not really any good love interest for Sam in this episode, but yeah, yeah, we'll get into some but spoilers. Assuming, so be warned. Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming that Sam gets a girlfriend eventually. Yeah, he does. He, what is her name? She's like blonde. Um, I have no idea what her name is off the top of my head. But he does get a girlfriend um, that goes, he goes to school with her and Paige, her name's Paige. Um, mm. They, and I think it's like, 
I mean, I don't, I don't actually, I mean, like, I think it's, like, fine. Like, I don't really have an opinion on, like, their relationship. I don't remember. I just, I do know, like, in one of the, I think in the HuffPost article I read, there is, like, a plot point, like, later um, in the show where, like, Paige advocates for doing, like, a silent disco prom rather than, like, a regular prom. Um, mm. because that's, like, more inclusive, because, like, a regular dance would be, like, very overwhelming for Sam, because it's, like, very loud, and so doing a silent disco allows him to, like, dance and listen to the music just in his own headphones, and then, like, everyone has their own headphones, um, which was an interesting idea, but then, like, the HuffPost article, like, said that, you know, like, oh, like, Paige, like, like, Sam doesn't, like, advocate for himself a lot, it's, like, people advocating for him, um, which, you know, is great. You know, like people, you need, you need a community around you advocating for you just like in general, like in life, but also like, it would be nice to see Sam advocating for himself as well. Um, yeah. And so that, like, that's true. Yeah. That was like part of the criticism, but yeah, he does get a girlfriend. I think he's, a, she's like an on and off girlfriend throughout the seasons. Um, I can't remember anyone else, but there might've been other of love interests. I'm not sure. Um, and Casey does date Evan, obviously. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be wild if he just, like, disappeared into episode two. Um, Goodbye, and Evan. And then Casey <laughs> goes to, like, a fancy private school on, like, a track scholarship. Um, and then she meet, makes a friend on the track team and ends up dating her. Um, mm. But then there's, like, some drama because she technically cheats on uh, Evan. Oh, no. Because she kisses, like, I forget the girl's name, but she kisses the girl while they're, like, still together and, like, Mm. she isn't super honest and stuff. You know, it seems like they tried to make a cute show, you know? Yeah. It it seems cute, so. Well, that's it for this week. If you like our podcast, go ahead and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at notanotherteendrama and on Twitter at teendramapod. And next week, we'll be watching American Vandal. Thanks for listening. Bye.